Welcome to episode 196 of the Next Level Life podcast, aligning your business with your values to attract what you want with Katie O'Connell, business strategy expert from Katie Creative. With over a decade in the creative industry, Katie has built a business branding agency, Katie Creative, with a fiery dedication for empowering entrepreneurs to realize their vision and translate their purpose into a strategic brand that connects and converts. Katie believes that the best brands don't have to sell because they connect so deeply with their audience that they become magnets. With her signature brand growth method, her and her team help ambitious entrepreneurs combine data-driven insights with beautiful design to build brands that that draw people in by blending a refined mix of art, storytelling, and strategy. Along the way, Katie has helped build the brands of over 100 leading businesses internationally. Katie is available as a spokesperson for entrepreneurship and branding to share her insights on building strategic brand, creating powerful websites, and crafting click-worthy content. In today's episode, we dive into how our personal values affect our business and how we can align our values through the different elements of our business so we can start to attract those ideal clients that value what we do and love us for it. So allow me to introduce you to Katie O'Connell. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I am privileged to invite this beautiful, beautiful woman, Katie from Katie Creative. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you today. And yeah, just so excited to jump in. It's going to be such a good one. Amazing. So I love, love, love our topic today. We're going to be diving into how to align your business with your value so you can start to attract what you want. And I am such an advocate for this. I talk about values all the time when it comes to our businesses and making sure that's completely in alignment with them. Otherwise, we end up creating a business that we don't love. So just to get started, Katie, would you mind sharing with us at what point did you start to dive into figuring out what your values were? Yeah, of course. So um, I think at the very beginning, because I never really intentionally set out to start a business. Um, so I was always kind of, you know, I, I, basically my background, I was working as an art director of a design studio. And uh, as in my spare time, just as a hobby, I had a food blog. And through meeting like lots of different bloggers and things like that, they actually started then asking me to do their branding and their website and their eBooks and all that kind of thing. And so, you know, I was like, yeah, no worries. And I just loved doing that because I was so interested in that space, like health, wellness, you know, that lifestyle space. So I never really thought about those things at the start, you know, Um, and even when I did decide to kind of leave that job and focus solely on that, I never kind of set out and had like a business plan or I didn't even think of it as like, I'm starting a business. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, look, I've got some clients. I'm going to just do that. You know, it was just like, I didn't really think about it too much. And then it wasn't until, um, 
I would say maybe like even a year or two in that I kind of started to reflect on those things. And it was probably through, you know, joining um, coaching, like I did some coaching uh, with um, different people. And that that's when I kind of started like business coaching. And that's when they started kind of talking about like, who is your audience? Who is your um who, what are your values, all of that kind of thing. And because at the start I had been, uh, you know, just kind of going with the flow, it wasn't really something that I kind of set out to intentionally start this business. It was great to then just take a step back and just be like, could say, you know, well, actually this is a business. <laughs> and, you know, it's time to kind of think about some of those things and be more intentional with it. Mm. And so important, yeah. So when you start to discover that, you're just like, oh, this is why I don't love this. So this is why this is not working. <laughs> Exactly. And it really had such a big difference on my own business that then I started to incorporate like all of those learnings into what I was doing with clients as well, you know, so our kind of brand strategy, like each year has gotten more and more cohesive and more the strategy part of the branding, like obviously your branding is your logo and your colors and your fonts and all of that. But the strategy part of the branding, like has continued to just evolve and become such a big important part of both branding and website is kind of getting that strategy right because yeah. it just makes such a huge difference yeah massive so well let's let's dive into more of that a little bit but just begin with would you share a little bit more about how your business has evolved so you mentioned how it started out mm -hmm. share with me how it's yeah. evolved and what it is that you do now yeah. So when I started, I guess I was just kind of like, as I said, I wasn't really overthinking it. I was just kind of, you know, I really loved it. It came from passion. I myself was a designer and then I, you know, worked my way up to art director. So I was really on the tools myself. So I never really thought of it as like a business because I was the one that was kind of doing everything. And so then that was probably what, you know, really probably worked uh, against me <laughs> really because um, it took me longer to kind of grow a team and things like that because I was so like involved and was like in, in touching every single piece. Um, but then I just kind of realized that like, you know, after, you know, a couple of burnouts later that, that it's just not sustainable. And I was just like, you know, just frazzled all the time, you know, and um, so started to slowly but surely grow my team. And like it started, it was all very organic. You know, I'd get a uh, someone to help me as uh, on a part-time basis or as a contractor and then you know slowly but surely they become a team member so it was baby steps um, and since then it's just been kind of growing like that but I do like to kind of take it slowly and like our team culture is such a big part of the team so I really like to hire people based on values as well and just you know make sure they're a really good culture fit first mm. and everyone that I hire you know will work together for on a contract base for like you know two to three months before bringing them more um, on board the team but um, yeah I guess uh, as the business has grown and evolved I've just realized how important that stuff is like to just really have uh, you know, thought through what is your, because, you know, especially as you're growing, how can you expect to hire people and them to just know what your business stands for, what, how you should treat clients, like how all of these different things, like how are they meant to know that, you know, and by having your values and, and knowing what you stand for and things like that, it's just a really easy reference point that they can also refer to as like, you know, say if one of your values is like communication and it's really important for you to have relationships with clients, then they know, you know, if this tasks you that day and they're trying to decide, okay, do I need to do this or do this? Because I have a missed call from someone, they'll know, okay, I need to call the person back first because we really value communication mm -hmm. and, you know, making sure everyone feels like heard and all of that sort of stuff. So 
um yeah I think as the team and the business has grown that's only become more important because otherwise you're just kind of you're just guessing you know you're just doing you're just there's no structure you're just kind of doing different things each day whereas by having your values and then following on from that systems around those values it just Mm. keeps everything like aligned yeah and you're just wishing and hoping that it all goes well and that your employees value what you value without actually actually articulating it right exactly and I think especially for a service-based business like my business um and I'm sure a lot of your listeners when it's service-based I feel like it's even more important again because your service is the product essentially and you know if it's not being delivered in that consistent way each time that's aligned to those values then that's actually kind of a representation of your brand you know um each time that service is delivered so if, if it's not kind of really considered and like I I even go as far as to say as like your service is your brand you know like every touch point whether they get an email um that's like you know a really nice email in the middle that you know asks for feedback or maybe they get a phone call at a certain point or you know all those little touch points like that is part of your brand experience mm, absolutely absolutely and that's what makes the difference between a business being remembered or a business being forgotten hey yeah exactly yeah sorry I went on a bit of a tangent there you asked me about the business has evolved and I've just right, right. <laughs> like so good. my whole life story but as you can see I'm quite passionate about the subject yeah absolutely <laughs> my listeners know I love a good rant so don't worry it's fine um, <laughs> so share with me your take on what a business value is So that's a really good question because sometimes people ask me, you know, are my personal values and my business values meant to be different? And I always say no, that, you know, your personal values and your brand values should be the same because that's what's authentic to you. You know, if you value something personally, you're not going to go into work and then suddenly, you you know, you value something else. It doesn't work like that. So um, to me, a value, it's, it's really all about, you know, what you appreciate what you find important you know and the thing with the business is not everything can be important you can't say okay I value a hundred different things it's like what's the most important thing to you because also if you try and do a hundred different things that's again you're not differentiating yourself Mm. so it's like what are those things that are really important to you that then kind of distinguishes you as a brand because they're not necessarily important to someone else and you know Um, I was actually writing a blog post about this recently and I was just telling a story about how I was walking down the street and there was someone like walking in front of me like really slowly and like I'm a very like one of our values is get shit done you know so like that's that's the way I am and so like I was just reflecting on that because you know to them their value is probably like going with the flow and you know everything being easy and like soft and things like that which isn't right or wrong you know that's like some people love being like that whereas that like irritates the hell out of me you know I'm like come on let's go and so it's not about being right or wrong it's just you know attracting clients because some clients are going to want to be you know in a flowy business that like they don't mind too much about boundaries or about um structure or things like that whereas other people they they need structure you know it's like they don't feel comfortable or even safe if they don't have like a plan and they know what's coming next and so it's all about like if you are not clear about what your values are and then you attract people that you know are just a total wrong fit for you 
it's just it's always going to end in disaster mm, I totally agree I totally agree and I think that I've often been asked that question as well is that you know a business can have an ethos and they can have a mission statement but really getting clear on what your values are because the majority of the time if you are in the business if you are the owner of the business then you are the business so your values are going to completely translate across to the way that you operate in that business so I think that that's really yeah. key and you know, I think that sometimes people really even struggle with uncovering their personal values, but when it comes mm. to the way, like often they'll already be living into those values. Like you said, like you recognize yeah. that, you know, hurry up, like, come on, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really important for you. So often it's just reflecting on, okay, so where have I maybe even disagreed with someone, the way someone has done something, maybe that's highlighting a value or maybe it's like going, okay, where have you been like really clear, like it has to be done this way, or this is the most important thing for me in the way that yeah. I am perceived or the way that I do business or the way that my clients interact with me. That's really important. Yeah. So then uncovering what's important to you first and then bring it into the business. Do you agree? Yeah, exactly. And I think what you said is really um, spot on. It's like, you know, where you feel like um, you might disagree or strongly agree. It's wherever there's like an emotional charge like if you feel really like, you know, have a strong opinion one way or another, whether it's like negative or positive, then that probably is a good sign that that's one of your values, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, even if you think about other businesses you've worked with, um, ones that you've loved the experience, just digging into like, why was that? Um, or even just thinking about times that you just feel so in flow and everything is just aligned and, you know, everything's working driving down the road and all the traffic lights are green (laughs) just it's one of those days everything's working your hair looks great (laughs) like what's happening you know why is everything working out so well what like and that is going to probably be a value for you as well like that you're so in flow Mm. so I'd love for you to share then when it comes to once you've uncovered those values how do you then implement them in your business Yes. So that's a really good question as well. And it's kind of about thinking outside the box on that, you know, so it's, it's, it's thinking about like, okay, so what are the values first? And then, and then looking at the services that you provide and then seeing like, how do we inject that into the services or kind of like, how do we even cut things back out of it? For example, if you're, if you really value simplicity, you know, and you just love things being simple and easy and to the point, then maybe you can look at your services and for example, say you're offering offering a certain service and it comes with like 50 different um, like parts, you know, or different iterations. Maybe you have a package, but then one person asks for it and it's like, okay, yeah, I'll customize it that way for you. And this person over here, I'm going to customize it a little bit over here and everything is different. Then I would say that that's not living into your values because if you value simplicity, then make things simple Mm. because you want to attract people that also like simple things. And so they're going to be deterred from something that has that much going on as well, you know? So Mm. it's really about seeing what it is you value and then kind of trying to look at it objectively, which can be the hard thing to do because you're so close to it sometimes. So maybe Mm. even do it with a friend where you can both look at each other's and, you know, sometimes an outside person can see things like it's, it's obvious to them, but you, you're kind of have your blind spots Yeah, and just really seeing, you know, where that is, or like even another example, for example, one client came to us and like, they really valued, you know, 
um, authenticity and just having like a really real relationship with their clients, like where they were really down to earth and the way they talked to them was very matter of like matter of fact and just like they're really kind of real. But then on their website, like everything was really polished, like all of their photos were super edited and polished and everything was pristine and sometimes that can work against you too because if you're if you value that kind of you know you want to be seen or you want to attract people that like that kind of no nonsense like real approach then maybe you're actually better off using more candid photos that you've just taken on your iPhone or something more relatable Mm, yeah so true and I love it how you describe that in a way of like living into your values because it goes beyond just putting my values are authenticity and honesty and sustainability on your website like it's that's not what it is right like the way that we're talking about it today is like allowing yourself to be true open and honest with yourself and go how am I truly living into those values and and how is that being portrayed right is it is the perception of our business living into those values I think that's really key because that's it's going beyond just brand and website right it's actually creating a feel for your client exactly exactly like even even just looking at a value and if you see that it's nowhere in your business it's like how can we inject that in then how can we really make people feel that way like if you want to really value connection and want to make people to feel special and really cared for it's like okay well are you actually doing that now and I I think that just doing the service alone doesn't really cover it because everyone can do a service you know what what's the extra mile you go to to show that you know so is it like sending a thank you card is it even just calling at you know midway through the project just to check in and see what they've thought so far of like you know if they've any feedback or you know what are those little touches that you can just really show that Mm. and and another great one you know is actually getting feedback anyway just at the end of projects or at the end of sending out your product or whatever getting feedback from people because then you'll start to see as well what other people appreciate in you um or even thinking about things that you're really regularly complimented on you know things that people are like oh, you're so efficient or, you know, things like that, that you always get kind of feedback about, that can be a good way as well. Mm, yeah, I like that. That's really cool. Because sometimes we we think our value is one thing, but then someone else will see it from a completely different perspective and be like, no, 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 it's actually this. Yeah. Do you agree? Like sometimes we don't realize that we're trying to portray a certain value, but it's something else completely. And sometimes getting that outside perspective helps you to see it from a completely different light and go, oh, actually that's what it is because there are so many, so many values. And I actually like it how you shared like one of your values is actually get shit done. Like it's not, it's not like one word, it's a statement, it's clear and it's direct, right? Like it's, it's actually more of a way of being. Yeah. And I actually really like that. And that's something we recommend to clients too, is rather than pick a one word value, pick a couple of words because like integrity, you know, what does that even mean? You know, like there's so many translations of that. So I prefer getting more specific with it and having like a sentence and you could even like have a subheading underneath that where it's like a bit of a descriptor of it. Like, you know, so you're getting quite specific with it because otherwise it's just doesn't even really mean anything anymore, you know? And it doesn't land with people anymore. Right. Like I think that the landscape of the way that people perceive businesses now that you know years ago it was like create a mission mission statement and have your core values and it's like people have gone beyond that facade I guess is probably what I'm Mm. trying to say and that when you actually get real and create those beautiful statements like that you're just like this is what I stand for 
Yeah, exactly. And what I always say to people as well is like, these are for you. Don't try and just make it sound good because you think this is what you should be saying, you know, and then just like do it, put it on a page, never look at it again. This is something you should be like, it should really feel good, you know, and it should be something that you really keep front and center of the business. Like every time you even bring on, you know, a new staff member or a new um, service, it's like looking at those values. It's like, why am I doing this? Because so many people are just, well, I mean, it's not, it's not kind of anyone's fault because there's so much going on at the moment in business. It's like, should I be on TikTok? Should I be on Instagram? Should I be posting a blog? I'll do a podcast. It's like all these like shiny objects. And so if you don't really know what your vision is, what your values are, you're just going to get like sucked down all these like random rabbit holes. Mm. Um, and like without having that clear plan of like, you know, so questioning it and coming back to your values and being like, hey, why am I doing this? you know is it is is this aligning to my vision is this aligning to my values you know Mm. um and just kind of getting really clear on that because I think a lot of times people will just uh you know just go down the shiny shiny object kind of avenue yeah um and I've definitely been there myself as well but what I've seen through my own experience and also working with a lot of businesses is that like that's just not going to get you anywhere doing you know doing doing everything just because you're meant to be doing it or someone else is doing it it's like pick one or two things that you're really good at and that you can be really strategic about and that's going to get you the most progress rather than just trying to do a little bit of everything oh so true so true and I see so many people try to do that as well but yet when they find their real thing it's like everything else just flows like as you were saying I was thinking about one of my clients and she so we finished working together probably I don't know like two months ago and just before reels was introduced to Instagram and she was trying to find her way of sharing content. And she's really very much not, not really aligned with writing. Like, you know, how sometimes like people, some people are really good on video. Some people are really good at writing. Some people are really good at podcasting, like they're different modalities of whether it's visual auditory or kinesthetic. And what was, what I was finding is that she's so kinesthetic. So what that means is actually if they feel so much more and actually learn by doing right and so that's very much about movement of of any form of movement and so what was happening is that she was feeling really out of alignment with any form of content creation and then reels was introduced to instagram and it was like she found her jam and she just like criticized she's so creative and it's very kinesthetic because it's like doing something and it's and it's in a way of like sharing from a different perspective and it was fun and energetic. So her, one of her values was really being high vibe, right? So it was like, well, Reels gives her the ability to be really high vibe in such a unique, creative way. And she found her place. And now she's like, honestly, like she's creating so much content with the Reels. It's crazy. But that's just because it, it felt into what was really in alignment with her values, yeah? Yeah, that's great. And I even love that as a value, like be high vibe, you know, that's just, even that's a little bit different. It's not just like energetic, you know, just yeah. something that could be just anything. So yeah. And even just the language that it uses, even the language would kind of really tell people the type of person that you're wanting to work with and things. Mm. So share with us then how you find that aligning your business with your values helps to attract whatever it is that you want. Yeah, so I think that um, a mistake I see a lot is that people just try and do kind of every be everything to everyone. Mm. And, you know, I get it, especially when you're starting out, because you don't want to say no to someone that's offering you money, you know. 
but the thing is if you kind of just do that like first of all it's because you're not really living with your values and you're kind of working with people that aren't your best fit or doing things that's not quite what you actually started the business for you know it starts to really kind of chip away at your soul I think like it really just starts to get at you and so if you're not really um, you know sticking to those values then you're going to kind of go down this rabbit hole and just going to get sucked into like where you're doing all this work and everything is really different for all these different people and you're kind of like spinning on a wheel but you're not actually really making much progress so by actually having like the clear values of what you want to be doing who you want to be working with then that's going to start and just like you know sticking with that then that's really going to start attracting more of those people because it, it makes sense it's not just I'm not just talking about like from a kind of energetic level you know which I also do believe in but just actually physically like you know the more that you work with your ideal client the more case studies and testimonials you'll have with that type of client the more you can the more that they are going to talk to their friends in the same niche of the same industries about you so like you're you're literally attracting more of those types of clients doing those types of services so it does have a compounding kind of rollout effect rather than you doing all these random jobs for all these random people and then you start attracting more random jobs more random people yeah i totally agree and for those obviously listening to the on the podcast can't see but i'm nodding along this whole conversation because it is so true it's so true and but i think the hardest part like you just mentioned is sticking to it right is having that discipline to go actually or even having some type of process that you go through with your clients that is like when someone is attracted to you and they reach out to work with you that you have some key elements of like making sure that they align with you first right like that that conversation is as much as like them dis discovering whether you're the right fit it's also you working out if they're the right fit for you because i yeah. totally agree that the more you say yes to the clients that aren't in alignment with the people that you want to work with and your values the more you'll be challenged the more you'll find things like clients won't show up to their appointments on time they won't pay their invoices on time they won't actually walk away from the experience having an extremely amazing experience because if your values aren't aligned then they're most likely not the right fit for you but if we yeah. don't stick to it and we take on board those clients then we're diluting that as well like i feel like it's really creating this dilution of your magic because you're not able to then show up fully either exactly exactly and it's just like the fastest way towards burnout because you know you're just kind of like really your your energy is all scattered and those kind of people if they're not a good fit also you know they might not just you really want to find clients that are really a good fit that really believe in you and what you're doing what you're you know because you, you're kind of the expert mm. um and so if you find someone that you're kind of twisting and changing for and that's not really confident in your what your approach is then they're not even going to have like the, the right trust and faith in you that there's that you're going to have to like really do all this extra work because they're going to want to like change things and you know it really has to be a good fit for it to for it to work yeah um and you know I, I, and at the end of the day there's enough people out there you know there's enough people out there that you can just really hone in on the people that you want to work with and making sure that you are aligned and your values are aligned mm. and I get you know if someone is listening and they're literally in their first month or two of business like I get that at the very start you just have to get some experience and maybe not all your clients are going to be perfect fit and all that and I think that's fine up until like a year I think that's fine just do what like it's up, like I literally just think the first year it's all just learning just put everything down to learning 
Um, but you know, after that is when you need to start really becoming a bit more strategic um, or, you know, it's really going to be a hard slog. Mm. I totally agree. And I think that first year is very much almost helping you shape your values because you'll have, yeah. Yeah, you'll have those experiences where maybe clients don't, you know, don't feel in alignment. So it's allowing you to go, okay, what didn't I like about that? Why didn't that work? And having that reflection yeah. time to really look at, okay, so this was a success over here with this client. Why is that? And starting to look at those. And like, I find that through my first year, that was definitely the case where I was having those experiences of like, hang on a minute. Why didn't I absolutely love working with that client? What was it about that? That made me, you know, feel challenged every time I went to that session or that there was just something didn't feel right yeah and it helped me really align with what was important to me and why that wasn't in alignment with my next next level goal and things like that yeah. so I think that that's really key yeah the other the other element that I feel is really important to have a conversation with is aligning it not just with your business but also with your goals and making sure that you're goals are in alignment with your values too do you agree yeah definitely I mean I think it all I mean the way that I uh kind of map it out in my business so I've, um there's a book that I actually really recommend called Traction um and so in that there's a tool and it's basically a one or two page document where you've kind of got everything there on your business so it starts with the vision and the mission so that's kind of like you know your vision is the big picture you know what do you want to achieve mission is kind of more how how you're going to kind of achieve that and then um you've got your core values then you've got like your your you know customer avatar who you want to work with and then from there you break it down into your quarterly goals for the year and that's the way that you know we uh, do it in my business is that you know the values and the mission and the vision that doesn't really change I mean it might change every couple of years you might update it slightly but it's not really something that like should be changing every month you know but then your quarterly goals that that's something that's kind of they're kind of like the the way you work backwards to kind of get to that uh, mission and vision you know it's kind of like what are the things I'm going to do in the next 90 days that's going to take me in that direction mm, I love that I love that that's really cool is there anything else that you think is really worth considering when it comes to aligning your values with your business um, I just think that you know if people are kind of having trouble to do it I think the main reason is kind of coming from like a bit of a scarcity mindset you know and just feeling mm -hmm. like they have to kind of just take whatever is kind of coming and things like that and so I think working on your mindset can really be a big place to start with this stuff just really kind of working on you know abundance thinking like abundantly and um also just you know really having because if you think about it you know if you're not trying to attract people that have the same values or you're just working with everyone and anyone and doing all these different things you're never really going to perfect your craft you know and I mean, if you think about it, surely over the next, whatever, five, 10 years or however long you're in business, don't you want to be the best? You want to be amazing at what you do. And so there's no way you can do that if you're doing 500 things for like 500 different types of people. Whereas if you've got a couple of really dialed in like offers, then you can really invest so much time on like perfecting it, you know, being the best and that's what's going to get you lots of traction because you're going to get amazing feedback. You're going to feel great because you know that it's like such an amazing offer. You know, you just are obsessing about those two or three things that you're doing and just making it better and better and better rather than kind of like half doing lots of things. Because it's not that like people would want to half do it, but there's no physical way that you can put as much energy into like so many different things, you know. 
Um, so mm. I think just like thinking about it like that is a good just perspective shift of, of like that, um, you know, really you want to just become like the, the, the best way that you're going to get traction is by being really good at what you do, you know? Absolutely. And that creates such a whole level of fulfillment in your business. Yeah. Because, you know, the opposite is that you keep just accepting whatever and you keep just not defining and redefining what it is that you do and really perfecting that element. And that's a new level of mastery, right? Like when we mm. don't do that, because we, deep down, we all want to grow and progress. Yeah. Don't do that. We end up resenting the work. Yeah. Like that's where the burnout comes from, right? Like you end up. Exactly. Cause, and it's, and it's your own fault that you re resent it, you know, but like, I've, I'm talking from experience. So I've done this, you know, but you, you, you think you're coming from a good place and you are, you're kind of like, I want to be helpful, yeah. but then like, it's not really being a good place. If you're not, if you're kind of like not being helpful to yourself, you know, you're kind of really setting yourself up for failure and, you know, it's just going to end up. And then, yeah, as you said, the resentment, and um it really just does no one any favors at the end of the day you know so it's just about being able to kind of really uh stay clear on what your purpose is and, and be able to set those kind of healthy boundaries as well I think that one's really important because if you have those values it's about how do you protect them and, and make sure that you're kind of staying in alignment with them and and to do that I think you really need to develop some really healthy boundaries mm. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think it's probably one of the hardest parts about it, right? And I think it yeah. is like thinking, coming back to what you're saying about like, if that's the best fit for you and knowing who there is the right client to work with, it is just as helpful to say to a client, I don't feel like I'm the best fit for you, but here's someone else I recommend that would, that does that really well. Mm -hmm. That is beautiful service. And that's actually staying within your values and having such integrity that builds such strength with word of mouth, right? Like when people actually say that actually Christine does really is, is focused on mindset, but you need to go see Katie when it comes to brand, mm. right? Like there's so much clarity around that because if, if we're trying to do everything, it's diluting your mastery. Like I totally agree. Exactly. Because people kind of really will just remember you for like one thing. They're not going to be like, Oh, you know, yeah, that's the girl that does, you know, branding and mindset and systems and this and that, you know, they really only remember you for like that one kind of thing. So you want to really make sure you're becoming known in that one area and really kind of working towards that. Um, but also I think as well it can be even like even if it's not just to the extent of turning down a client even if you still want to work with them it might be just that a client is really trying to like do things in a certain way and you just have to say look um, you know this is what we're experts in we've been doing this for a while and this is really the way that this works best so like would love to work with you but we are going to have to do it this way you know, and just kind of really um, being that expert and being that guide and helping them along. Because, you know, if it's, if, if someone said that to me and I was trying to do something a little bit of a different way, I think I'd definitely respect that and be like, oh, they really know what they're talking about. I can trust them, you know, because, yeah. you know, by, by having that in place. So I think it actually really helps as well. Like it's really good to just, um, it shows that you kind of know what you're doing and that you care. Mm, absolutely. Do you have any other examples or maybe you want to share maybe a story about one of your past clients where they've really mastered this, like they've a lot, like gotten really clear on their values, that's really clear across their brand and then throughout every element of their business? 
Yeah, so I mean, there's, um, for example, there's one client I can think of that we were just working with recently, and they have a website with like a fitness kind of an app. And on their homepage, it was just like when they first came to us, it was just like a bit of a mess, you know, they had a couple of different offers, and each offer was really kind of, you know, going to like talking to kind of a different type of person. And it was just really confusing. Like, you know, even each way that you could get the app, there was like two different payment plans and you could mix and match this and that and the other. And there was just so much going on. And I feel like they were even overwhelmed themselves. They didn't even know, you know, what was going on themselves. And really we just had to strip it right back and just say, okay, there's these three offers, but essentially this is what's kind of, you know, the commonalities between all of them let's focus on this and then we have a free trial of that app you know with two different variations of the payment plan and that's it and then once they've signed up and after a few weeks then they can maybe like add on the extra nutrition pack or they can you know go down a different route or whatever but it's like let's come back to you know who is your client and what are their pain points and then how can we really help them with that and then maybe we can add other things in later down the track but you really want to be clear and especially with websites we always recommend you know on a home page there should really only be one main action item you know that you're really enticing people towards like that's a big mistake that a lot of people make is that they've got like all these different offers they've got a blog here they've got a pop up here they've got so many different things and it's like you it's your job to really direct people through your website you know and yes maybe you have three different programs and that's great we can get to that later but what's the first step you know in that journey and that's what you should really be focusing on and then okay where does that take them to next maybe that takes them to um see, like read more about it or um you know maybe then they sign up to your email list or whatever it is but it's really and that's something that we really like to do is just you know once we've done the branding and we start on the web design we really look at the strategy behind that and the customer journey and just really mapping that out um and so it all kind of just ties in together really you know because it's like your values and who your customer is that's kind of the foundations and then it's like the next step is like okay how do we speak to those people how do we show them that these are our values through what we're offering and how do we just get them to really resonate with us and take them on that journey mm, yeah I love that and it's so cohesive right and it's such a like as you were talking through that I'm like it's it's creating a feel right and so it's mm. you're directing them but you're creating a feel of safety and certainty but then it's also really aligning them with kind of welcoming them into the experience of what you're going to create for them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just making them feel at ease and, you know, like it's kind of made for them almost. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I'd love for you to share what's been some of the biggest challenges that you've had in business. Well, I think for, for me was definitely, um, I mean, I guess that's probably why I'm so passionate about all this, because a lot of these, these things have all been things that I've kind of overcome myself in business. Like, you know, we've really stripped down what we do. We did used to have a lot of different services. We've really stripped that back and then growing the team. Because the thing is, when it's just you or you and one other person, it's a bit easier to do like all these different things. But as you start growing a team, it's really, it's going to be really hard if you um, have all these different things going on and, you know, there's all these variations and things like that. So really a big challenge for us was just like taking everything that was kind of in my head and just, you know, turning it into a system, documenting it, training the team and just making sure that it's all, 
because the thing is with with especially with what we do because it's creative you know branding and web design so it's quite subjective so to actually turn that into a formula where we can pretty much guarantee results every single time has been really challenging and it's something we've really taken years to perfect you know but the way that we kind of we've kind of developed like our own signature framework um to be able to kind of really i guess tease out from people what what their you know their vision and their values and all of that is and then to kind of create a brand and a website around that so being able to kind of actually put our own framework together for that was probably one of the biggest challenges but also so rewarding you know but also at the same time something that is like never done <laughs> you know we're always perfecting it but what's great is that we're perfecting the same thing you know we're not uh changing things all the time it's like getting making that better and better um so that's probably been the biggest thing uh for us is just like really getting that framework together and really being able to kind of uh ensure that we can get this replicate the same results even though it, it is such a creative and and, and um uh, kind of subjective process mm, yeah that makes total sense yeah i'm sure a lot of creatives who are listening to this really struggle with that element yeah for sure yeah so i would love to know what was one of the most difficult things to let go of so you mentioned you were doing pipe multiple things what yeah. was one of the most difficult to let go of well, I think it's just, it was more, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a thing. It was more just the, like, I'm a natural, like innate people pleaser, <laughs> you know? So that was more so what I had trouble letting go of was, was that, you know? And um, that's been just such a lesson in itself, because the thing is, sometimes you, you think you're doing someone a favor by, you know, doing something a little bit different or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's not really because you know what works you know and so even though you might have to have an uncomfortable conversation or you have might have to say no um it always is 10 times better to do that than to kind of try to you know change things around um so i found just like letting go of that kind of people pleasing has been really really um a bit of a challenge for me but also something that has been really great and the thing is it's not that like I mean, I'm definitely still a people pleaser. I obviously want all our clients to have the most amazing experience and everything to be perfect and all of that, which, you know, I do, but actually I'm able to provide a better experience for them by doing the things that we are really good at, you know, rather than just, you know, helping with something else that they want just because we're trying to be nice. Do you, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So would you say that then with that evolution and that refining process, have your values then shifted with that? Um, I think our values have always kind of been, they haven't shifted that much, but we kind of really just more so the descriptions of them have changed a little bit or kind of how we interpret them. Um, yeah. You know, so for example, like we've always valued like community and communication, like we've like, you know, we've got like a great Facebook group and we do lots of free trainings and um, like have lots of templates and resources. Like we, I've always loved um, just like really helping people because I've had such an amazing experience of like becoming a business owner and having my own business. And I just am so passionate about helping other people to do that as well. And especially because I really just did not enjoy my job. I really hated my job. And so for me, 
being in business, it's all about freedom, you know? And so to be able to kind of help someone to, to achieve that and to feel free and to feel um, alive, you know, that, that's, that's what, that's, that's kind of my why, you know? Um, and so I just really find that like, yeah, by, even though like our value, as I said, was kind of community, um, so before it was like really just it's always been that but now I think it's just evolved a little bit where it's just like get, being more tailored in the in those resources that we do provide and just being a little bit more kind of yeah clear on that and just um, instead of kind of just doing everything and anything we're really quite specific and even the trainings that we do it's for a real specific kind of purpose um, but but it's never really changed if that makes sense like I've always wanted that like really kind of community and to give value and things like that um, but it's just kind of shifted how we do it but now I feel like it's so much better because when someone becomes a client we have so many amazing resources built up for them and things that will really help them like on the journey which really I think differentiates us from other kind of agencies and things like that because not only do we kind of do the service for you, but also like you get so much training as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So has there been one of like one moment where you're like, it's been a really proud moment for you where you've realized that this is because you've actually had that boundary and discipline with your values? Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, just there, like I think about a week or two ago, a girl, a client of mine who uh, we just did her new website and she was really happy with the website and she just turned around and she just said, I'm just so impressed that like this has actually gone live on the date. It was meant to go live and everything ran so smoothly. She was like, I've done like three or four websites, you know, over the years and this has literally never happened, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, yay that's amazing because we work so bloody hard on those systems and that's kind of what I mean about boundaries too because it's like, if you're like, I know that like, if we say we'll get a website live on a certain date, we will because we have it all worked out. We like have it all worked out, you know? And that's why there needs to be some boundaries. For example, like if a client is like, um, you know, oh, I need to add like, you know, all these extra things. It's like, well, then that's going to push that out, you know? So you kind of have to really explain instead of just being like, yeah, no worries. And then the website's late. And then it's kind of like, it feels like it's your fault. We have like, we've gotten really good at just being like, no worries. If you like, if you want that, that's no problem. But like this, you know, extends it by three days or whatever. So it's just like got that really, really great transparency that I, pe I think people really appreciate. Um, but also we do have like our, with our, the way that we do our processes because we have that like framework that we use we really can as I mentioned like almost guarantee the results and the times and all of that stuff so mm. that was a really proud moment because you know she was just like had done so many before herself and she just said yeah that it never happened before and um yeah it's just we, we kind of have just gotten um, we we hadn't done our portfolio in, in ages because we just got really busy there for like six months and so a couple of weeks ago, we were like, all right, we're doing our portfolios. We put all our portfolio together from like the last year and got testimonials from clients, but it all came in at one time and it was almost overwhelming. I was just like, oh my God, this is so nice. And it was just like a big love fest there for about a week. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I think like, as you were saying that, it was so clear. And like I said, transparent, it was so clear that your values were communication. So you were open and communicating that, hang on a minute, like, mm. yes, you can do this, but it's going to affect this. And I think that that's really key in the type of work that you do. Absolutely. But then you're also yeah. your value of like, get shit done. You made it happen. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, <laughs> Good spot. <laughs> love it. So um, just to finish up now, we've, oh my God, we could talk about this all day and I could I know. keep asking so many questions about your experience and your journey and everything, but I know I really want to keep this to time and respect your time as well. So just to kind of finish up, what would be some advice that you'd have for a business owner that wants to be able to take their business to the next level? Okay, so I think my biggest advice would be, oh, there's so much, but I think just like, an, and even I think it wasn't it, um, Bill Gates said this is his thing as well, was focus, you know, I think focus, you know, just pick one thing that you're going to do and really work on that. And even if you, you know, get that book traction I mentioned and work in those 90 day sprints, because I'm the same, I've got shiny object syndrome all the time, you know, I want to do everything. But what I've learned to do is that I'll, I'll set a plan for 90 days and really have like a really defined goal. And if there's other stuff I want to do, I'll add it to the back of that list. And after the 90 days, you know, if I still want to do it by then, which often I'm like, I've forgotten about it, then that can be yeah. the next goal for the next 90 days, you know, but just really being focused on what you're doing. And um, I think one second tip, even though I was only meant to give you one, but another one is just always build up social proof. So that's something that like a lot of people forget to do is just like constantly get testimonials and case studies. I think that's like, if you start doing that from day one and build that up, that's going to be an incredible asset to your business. Yeah. Great advice. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely (laughs) the one to forget those case studies. I'm just like, amazing let's celebrate and let's keep going like yeah (laughs) Yeah. to get all of those for sure so yeah social proof I guess is really really key um and it's the way that you show your people what it is that you do and how you do it exactly exactly because people don't know and like there's a big difference between you telling people oh we're we do this and we're great at this and someone else saying you know they've done this for me and look this is the journey I've gone on you know so having those it just kind of it's whether you're doing a new website or you're doing ads or a funnel or whatever it is you know having that is is amazing yeah absolutely well thank you so much for sharing all your beautiful wisdom and for this great chat for those who would love to reach out to you where where's the best place to reach out uh, so you can um, just contact me on Instagram. Um, it's at Katie Creative. So it's K-A-D-Y. And website is katiecreative.com.au. So um, yeah, as I said, oh, and actually we've got a Facebook group, which is free and it's called Brandfluence. Um, and so anyone is welcome to join that as well because we do lots of like live trainings and have lots of resources and things. So yeah, I would love to connect with, with anyone that would like to find out more. Amazing. I'll make sure I put all the links in the show notes so people can find it really easily. But Thank you again for your time and for your wisdom. It's been such a great, great conversation. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been, it's been amazing. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.